Welcome to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today I want to talk to you about your higher self connection. This should be a really fun session and I hope you enjoy our time together. Deep in my heart, I know, we all know, whatever we need to know, as we want to, when we want to. And those answers are lying within us. But oftentimes, we discredit or discount or close ourselves off from this deep-hearted knowing, this intimate connection to our soul self. We often let the ego mind take us on journeys that have been perhaps created patterns in our thought process or even ways that we have learned to react and respond in our world. Instead, I really hope that with our time together today, you learn to differentiate the voice of your higher self consciousness, your higher self awareness, versus the voice of your ego mind personality. Your higher self consciousness is related to your soul. Your ego mind is more so related to your personality and your experiences. Sometimes those experiences could be from other incarnations that are affecting you in this lifetime, but it also can be from how you've processed your world as you've grown up and had interactions and different experiences. I think you probably know by now (laughs) that there's a lot going on in your head. There is a lot going on in your thoughts and in your mind. And I've already introduced to you the fact that some of those thoughts might not be directly from you. Some can be influences from spirit, whether it's guides, loved ones on the other side, guardian angels, enlightened being, or divine consciousness, whether you choose to call that God, goddess, all that is, great spirit. All of these can influence you throughout your life. And oftentimes they might come as clairaudience, as a voice or a thought in your own mind. But today I want to focus on your own empowerment, your own personal truth and wisdom that resides within you. Not so much information coming from outside of you, even though like source is also within and without, and you are all connected to all that is. (laughs) Mostly what I want to talk about though, is if the voices in your thoughts and in your heads aren't really from another source, but instead they're your own higher self awareness trying to give you information. Perhaps sometimes it's information that you might not have any um, idea about, and it just comes to you like a eureka or a flash or a warning or a listen up kind of feeling or sense or knowing or voice. Accessing your higher self connection or your higher self consciousness is an active process until it becomes second nature. It is like, again, building a psychic muscle, if you will. It is an altered 
state of awareness. I guess that I don't mean to sound too fuzzy on that, but it really is, you know, being in another state of awareness. Now, what does that look like? It looks like many things. So one of the ways you can recognize it is, um, it's, you know, when people have inspired thought or in creative moments, these are avenues to kind of garner all of the gems of what our soul's experience is about because higher self consciousness, higher self connection is really a soul mode of communication, a soul mode of awareness, consciousness, knowing. Don't forget, I told you that we use the higher self to access the other realms of spirit, but also too, we can use our best ability to strengthen this awareness or this consciousness in our day-to-day life, living from it instead of the ego mind. The difference is, is the ego mind can be, you know, the negative or the uh, naysayer in our own self. And when we are faced with an issue or a problem and we get those limiting or self-defeating thoughts, those are ego-based because they're fear-based, because they're worry, concern, or things have happened a certain way in the past. But the expanded mind, the higher self-awareness knows there's an easier and better way. You know, again, the higher self can tap into all the answers of the universe. It's just about accessing that and settling into that knowing and awareness. So it, 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 when I give you an example, um, maybe that will help. You know, spirits telling me, tell them it's like tuning the radio, right? <laughs> so that the, you know, you start realizing like, you know, do I want to listen to this kind of channel or that kind of channel, that kind of information or this kind of information. And if you're noticing in moments when you're facing an issue or pondering a situation and you're hearing downtrodden um, thoughts or feeling that way, you know, flip the channel of like, okay, these, these, these words aren't helpful. They're probably not true. Let me flip to see, you know, what's the more kind of uh, where the the channels are open, where my heart and mind are open and things can become clear. You know, I am like talking to spirit going, this sounds so (laughs) wishy-washy and woo-woo. And I am not a fan of this right now. I'm asking, can I get a channel, a guide that's like more clear-minded and focused so that I don't have to kind of translate the vibration into words that to me aren't solid. Like all this information has not been as solid as I wanted. And I'm practical. I have Capricorn rising. I'm like, I'm practical. So I'm going to give you an example of me not listening to my higher self-awareness. Now the higher self-awareness is very tapped in and has moments of knowing future possibilities and future actually. So have fun with that. So I was, um, driving home in the middle of the day and I went to park my car in the garage where it usually goes. And I heard this voice that said, don't park it in the garage, park it outside the garage. And I actually argued with the voice because the other car 
I own, which is like a SUV, was parked kind of in front of the garage door. And I would have to really maneuver around it to get into the garage. And I thought to the voice and argued with the voice, no, I'm going to just pull in the garage because I'm sure one of my kids um, wanted to park there really quickly and they're going to head out soon and I want to make space for them. So I'm pulling in the garage. Now, usually when I argue with my higher self or even spirit, I get to be, I, I get really bossy and it's not a pretty picture. I argue now. So what did I do? I went ahead, you know, for pushing forward, didn't listen to the voice. Yes. This is your psychic development teacher who says, listen to the voice. I did not listen to the voice. Cause I'm like, I'm just going to go in. I'm going to be quick. You know, uh, I've got to get on with this. So I pull in the garage. I look to my right. Now, meanwhile, I have my fancy Versace new sunglasses on, right? <laughs> and I am styling. So I clear the outside mirror on the right-hand side, the passenger mirror outside. And I clear that and I'm like, great, I'm in. And I'm like also thinking like my car seat feels weird. Like my car seat feels so weird, but I didn't give it any more thought. And the radio's on and I pull in the garage. And as I'm pulling in the last bit of the car, I hear this crunch. You guessed it. <laughs> I literally sheared off the back door handle. I did. I went right into the side of the garage and now I'm pissed. I stopped the car because this car is new. Did I tell you that? It's a new, cool Bronco heritage edition, bird's egg blue. I'm loving it. It makes me smile. It's probably midlife crisis. I'm 59. I'm like, whoo, I got my cool blue car. And now I've just sheared off the back handle. I stop the car. I get out of the car and I go in to yell at one of my kids because I am certain this kid parked the, the bigger car, the SUV Rover where it shouldn't be because I had said just the night before, don't park the car down there. And there it was. And I thought, no, this kid's probably going in and out really quick. I don't want to be in his way. He's probably leaving. But now I'm pissed because I've hit my car on the side of the garage. I race in, I'm screaming, I'm crying, I'm freaking out. And um, he's like, it's not my fault. You know, the sister did it. And I was like, why'd the sister do it? You're borrowing that car. And the sister had done it because he was sleeping and didn't want to wake up to move it. And she had to get out of the driveway and his that car was in the way. And now I'm pissed because he didn't wake up and he knew it wasn't supposed to be there, but she didn't know it was supposed to be there. So it became a whole hullabaloo. And he's like, why are you blaming me? You hit the garage. And I'm like, I wouldn't hit the garage if you wouldn't have had the car parked in the wrong place. And he's like, I didn't park it in the wrong place. And I'm like, well, you would have, if you would have gotten up in time, then your sister wouldn't have had to move it to know that it's not in the right place and blah, blah, blah. And so I'm crying. I call my husband. I'm really pissed. And I'm like, I just crashed my new car. He's like, don't worry about it. Let's figure it out. We'll figure it out. And then I get back in the car after collecting all this shit pieces from the door handle and putting it in the back seat. I get in my car and I realize, do you know why this seat feels so weird? It's because it's too low. My husband borrowed my car last time and he didn't adjust the seat back. And I didn't listen, this is like fancy, you know, you push the one button and it goes right back to your settings. I am not in my body a lot. I am like up in the ethers talking to spirit and <laughs> 
and they were trying to talk to me, but it wasn't them. Wait for it. So I realize I pushed the button one and my seat goes up. And now that my seat is up, I can clearly see the back door handle that I have shared off. So had I taken the time to say what's going on in my seat, adjusted that, I would not have sheared the door handle because I would have seen that I was going to hit the garage. And if I would listened to the voice, I would have not pulled in the garage and would have avoided the crash. Now, who's to blame? I think everybody is <laughs> because everybody needs to take a little responsibility. Two lessons here. One is everything is connected. Everything is connected. I used my voice the day before, said, don't park down there. The message didn't get all the way through. The kid didn't get up. The sister moved the car. I didn't listen to the voice, rah, rah, rah. But the other part is, is when I tuned in, I was like, who told me not to park in the garage? And I kept hearing, I did, I did. It was my higher self that knew something bad was gonna happen. Don't park in the garage. And it was my ego self that argued with it. And look what that got me. This is a sad story. Don't you think it's a sad story? <laughs> my God. But it is something I have done before. You know, I just argue with that voice in my head because I think I know better. But the point is, is I do know better because it's my higher self that's trying to talk to me. It's <laughs> It's my higher self that's saying, do this, don't do that. So, or don't do this, do that instead. And so what I want you to do is to learn from my mistake. <laughs> really, really, really learn from my mistake. I think the most important thing is to befriend that voice that we hear that seems to come from out of nowhere or seems to be a thought in our head. That is actually us letting us know what to do, what not to do. That is not always our voice of reason, but it is our voice of truth and it's our higher self. The difference is, is when you hear a random thought out of nowhere, pay attention to it and recognize where it's coming from. If I had been thinking, oh, can I pull in the garage comfortably around the other car at an angle and get in? Oh no, don't pull in the garage. Fear-based, that would be one thing. But I wasn't even thinking about it. I was just going down and I was gonna maneuver around the big car like I've done hundreds of times to angle in to get in the garage, which can be awkward, but it's doable and I've done it before. But that voice popped up out of nowhere, but I had to recognize that that was me. That was my higher self. That was my deep innate knowing. And that's what I want you to recognize. Because sometimes the voice of your higher self is coming in in the weirdest of ways, like as an impulse or a thought out of nowhere or seemingly unconventional and unexpected, stop. Remember that stop, drop and roll? Stop, drop everything and roll with what it's telling you, what with what it is telling you and don't question. I mean, this is, you know, in good mind, right? So best to tune in, close your eyes, put your hands on your heart and say, who's telling me this, right? But in those quick moments, um, 
I know you remember that time where I avoided the accident on the interstate where the voice said, go, go fast now when I was passing that truck and the tires on the truck blew. And had I not gone fast, I would have been in a massive accident on the interstate. It would have been bad. But that was from an angel, right? But this voice sounded just as similar. Don't pull in the garage. And oh my God, people don't argue. Do not argue. Stop. Stop with what you're doing. Stop where you're headed. Drop everything. Drop your ego mind. Drop your ego thoughts. Drop your expectations and your will and roll with what's being said. Now, I believe and I know <laughs> that there's hope for me and all of us. Listen, you've got to train your brain, right? Because your brain, you're, you're not necessarily used to listening to these random, unexplainable voices that counter you on your trajectory of your plan, whether it's a moment in your day or a course in your life or meeting that partner or, you know, taking another way to work or whatever. And because some of the times we don't even know what what's being avoided or what's happening because um, we're taking that right or left turn. It, really, truly, everything is connected. And so that I do know. I grew up having friends saying, why do you always read signs and everything or reasons and everything? And I was like, because I knew, <laughs> I knew there's just too many connections. So anyway, because it might not be second nature to stop, drop and roll, you have to train your brain to listen to the impulses in your life. And I'm talking when you feel inspired, listen to that. When you have an impulse, listen to that. You know, especially if it's super raw and super fresh and seemingly unrelated, listen to that. Because what happens is that is your higher self in your soul trying to light the fire of your life for this new path or these this new magic or this other way of pursuing and perceiving life. And the ego mind actually can block that and it gets in the way of you living an authentic life because what happens is when you follow these impulses or you learn to be inspired by them or listen to them, you are listening to your own higher self. Now, sometimes it is spirit beyond, but when it's your, when you're tuning in and it's your own higher self, your soul knows your path. Your soul kind of had some key moments to sort things out. And your soul is capable of time travel. We'll get to that. And knowing the future. So I'm very convinced and I know wholeheartedly that my soul knew that I was going to hit that because the seat was too low and I had my Versace sunglasses on and the radio was there and I wasn't completely in my body and the seat wasn't up and the, you know, did I say that already? And the car was in the way and I wasn't, even though I've taken this curve a million times, okay, maybe only a few hundred because it's a new car. My soul knew in that moment, I, it, I wasn't going to make it. It wasn't going to happen. And now pain in the butt. I got to get the car off island, get it repaired. You know, plus it's sad because it doesn't look as cute as it did, <laughs> but it still makes me smile. But I'm encouraging you to notice and don't worry about 
you know, um, anything but really tuning into that voice, stopping, listening, and rolling with what it's about. Just do it. Just do it. And and then maybe even keep a journal as you train your brain to listen to those impulses and you kind of quiet the ego mind that wants to get in the way and learn instead to strengthen the higher self-awareness that is connected to all that is, that kind of knows parts about the future or knows the best route and is trying to lead you to, you know, happiness within your life and yourself or ease or peace or um, excitement, all of these things. But it's really about being present in the moment to stop and listen and follow. Of course, you know, one way to notice the difference between ego mind and higher self thinking is to be mindful, to have self-awareness and self-reflection. And in any moment, ask and tune in, you know, what am I feeling? What am I thinking right now? How, how, is the, how are things going? And paying attention to that inner narrative in your mind, right? Throughout the day, you can, it's kind of like pulling out and being the witness self and noticing the inner narrative, especially if it's negative self-talk or worry, or, you know, you're just really, um, you know, playing some tapes that are over and over in your mind, whether they're a, a, a kind of an insight as to something you should be doing or need to be take care of, right? Sometimes our own higher self bubbles up as shoulds. I really do believe that, right? This is the, you should walk more. You should move more. You should call that friend. Um, you should make time for fun. You know, all of these yummy things that our, our soul is really trying to say, um, as part of an active participation in your health, well-being, and happiness, you know, these are sometimes these shoulds are not negative shoulds. They're actually positive shoulds. And this too, when you take a moment to say, who's telling me this, you, you might very clearly get, it's me. It's my own knowing. It's my own. I've known this for a long time. I need. And so sometimes when we know, especially when it's self-care stuff or self-promotion stuff or work-related stuff or mate-related stuff, that conversation that you know you're supposed to have or really want to have, or there's discomfort in the home because, you know, the imbalance of, you know, whether it's power or chores or whatever, or unspoken words, you know, your soul is going to prompt you and it's the higher self that's prompting you to say, you know, you've got to have this conversation or you've got to make this change because you're not happy or things are uncomfortable or, you know, you know, lean into it because you're, you know, you're, spouse, your mate, your kid, your friend is going through something, your parent is going through something, or you're going through something, pay attention and, and help yourself out there. And so then in those moments, then we can take the time to journal, right? You know me, I'm a big fan of journaling because subconscious material comes up and that deeper knowing can be expressed. And then we can have the written content of that we might be able to refer back to. And so sometimes with our own higher self, it's helpful to go, you know, what do I need in this moment? What do I need to change this month? What should I work on? And maybe you might find focused areas of physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual, right? Or inside world or outside world? What do I want to work on for myself within me to be in a better space with myself? What do I want to do in my outside world to kind of help the, in the benefit of the world, whether small scale, large scale, in my home, in my neighborhood, in my community, in my state, in my world. All of these things, you know, 
really uh, spirit saying demands, but requires higher self connection and higher self awareness, because otherwise sometimes we get so busy with our life that we're just living it, which is fine. But there's these other things that if we're noticing like, Oh, I'm getting prompted to, or I really want to take some moments to look at this specific issue or this specific relationship, beautiful opportunities to sit in meditation in the morning, you know, ground your energy if you need to big breath in to collect yourself. And of course you can always wash yourself with white light so that you're cleansing and clearing and only dealing with your own stuff and your own thoughts. And then asking, you know, I want to be connected with my own soul's truth, with my own higher self and allow that soul self to guide me in knowing what I need to know for whatever situation, right? And take the time to journal it out. Maybe write something at the top, a theme at the top that you want to start addressing and then, you know, pondering and actually <laughs> it's going to feel like, wow, I'm split personality here. But sometimes that's what it feels like. It's like, oh, the mind, uh, the ego mind that thinks, oh, it's impossible, but the higher self consciousness that knows it's not impossible might have alternative recommendations to what you can do to benefit yourself. And so this might come out in the dialogue that you're journaling in your, you know, kind of automatic writing, uh, meditation, quote unquote, journal, if you will. And just noticing, you know, in these mindful moments, as you tune into whatever theme, whether it might be body, um, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, whatever, and allow yourself to kind of have this self coaching session, if you will, from your higher self, right? So you're putting in the perspective of, you know, what I know deep inside me, I have the answers and what do I really need to do with this? Or how do I want to approach this? Or what's the best possible way for this soul to approach this? Now, you could totally ask um, God or angels or goddess or whatnot. You know, I just grew up calling it, calling God, God. So no, that's not a male, female thing. It's just all light, all love. You know, you might ask for the influence while you're tuning into your own higher self-awareness, but you really want the, to source the answers from within to allow that part of you to, you know, kind of command its own time and empower you to be in that vibratory space of love of light that is within you, that resides within you, that connection to all that is, that knowing wisdom part of you that begins with the higher self-connection. And allow yourself to um, take time daily, you know, to create this as a part of your spiritual practice. And this will help you get better. And you can even set the intention each morning, say, I really am working on my higher self connection this week. And I want to be able to stop, drop and roll with it. I want to be able to tune in and tune out the ego mind that says, no, it'll be okay. Park in the garage. Your higher self is that part of you that is connected to source. Ego, mind, consciousness is more so connected to personality and ineptitude and inabilities. <laughs> if I were to put it really on extremes, right? And the best way to discern ego compared to higher conscious um, thoughts and awareness is to really that age old saying, know thyself. You can begin with the witness self when you're paying attention and kind of looking at yourself outside of the experience in any experience, you can notice when your ego is activated. This is really healthy preparation for what we're going to get into when I talk to you about meter mediumship or channeling messages from spirit. 
And, and when you're knowing that your ego is activated, it is, and can be a learned awareness. It's a really recognizing your different mindsets. When we, when I teach my students in psychic development and mediumship courses uh, about ego involvement, I have them notice when a thread of truth is happening. Like when it feels really good and juicy, remember Claire sensation, the heart gets warm and you, um, maybe clear sentiment, you have an emotional impact of love and feeling, and you just know the thread of truth. And then all of a sudden, when you give false information or you've embellished information, you feel a royal disconnect. You can bring the same situation into your journal time when you're having conversations with yourself and your higher self in any aspect of living. I have these conversations with myself in my day-to-day -day life. And in my mind, in my head, but other times I also take the time to journal. Like what's your soul really want in this experience? Con? What's your bucket list look like? What do you want to accomplish in your dreamscape before, you know, what do you want to accomplish in your dreams before you pass into the next life? What, what are your talents? What are your gifts? Your soul knows these things. And so having this dialogue back and forth, you can see when your mind asks the question, when your ego mind asks the question and you allow your higher self-awareness um, to answer the question and you can know what's an embellishment, me rock and roll star <laughs> compared to, um, you know, come teach spirit. You've come to teach spirit and soul work and activate and bring people into their higher self-awareness. Once you realize you're caught up in ego and your answers are coming from ego, you can detach from the energy of that information by just going, okay, I'm, it doesn't feel right. It feels flat. It feels like, did I make that up? Hold it up to the light. Did I make that up? And then you very clearly, if you get a yes, then say, okay, take a deep breath, ground your energy, maybe pull in light from the heavens, exhale and ground the light through you, and then reclaim the connection to your higher self. That's great info for any kind of mediumship experience. If you want to tune into awareness from God or angels or loved ones or, um, divine beings or divine, uh, consciousness already said that, uh, Anyway, so, but, but when you're working with yourself on a day to day, you can recognize there's this little, like a, it's a frequency flip where you're like, wow, that is really, you know, bright thinking, ha ha ha, you know, inspired thought and stuff like that. But also with your higher self, don't forget, it's a real, um, it's a real aspect of your soul connection more than your mind and physical reality based experiences, right? This is your higher self is your guidance to your soul. And in essence, it is part of divine consciousness, but it's a lower frequency, right? Of the divine consciousness. So it's just higher soul awareness really with the higher self. And you can tap into it, like I've said, through a meditative practice and sitting with the intention of connection and practicing this dialogue journal back and forth, you and your soul's truth, you and your soul's truth. And what you start to do is you learn to incorporate this level of consciousness, not only in your writing exercises and in your intention of sitting with, with yourself in those moments of quiet solitude. Now this could be happening in your room with your journal, or it could be happening while you're taking a walk, but I really feel like to strengthen this muscle, it takes concentrated effort to recognize the difference between those voices in your head or between those states of awareness or between those states of consciousness, because I'm going to use these words. It is a different vibrational frequency, 
<laughs> as you can imagine. You know, that's why those saints have those glowing crown chakras called a halo. It's because they're tuned in and, you know, tapped into higher conscious living, higher frequency living. And when we observe these two areas of consciousness, ego mind and higher frequency of higher self, there is uh, a difference, right? And and the goal is is to tune into this higher state or higher self-awareness as a reference of existence, as a way of experiencing and living your life. Again, like I told you in the beginning, this is the frequency that we use to make higher consciousness connections, whether it's telepathic communication within our own world, whether it's a, a tapping in with that higher self-awareness that taps into the soul senses of soul awareness, all the clairs, all the empathic stuff, that's through the frequency of the higher self vibration. I don't mean to sound woo woo, I really don't. But it's like the difference between sitting and focusing on the sand on the beach and then sitting and daydreaming while you're on the beach or in two places at once. It's a very different experience. Once you start recognizing the higher self-awareness connection, you're just going to enjoy like going, oh, I'm going to take on a challenging situation. Oh, that's my ego mind that's getting fearful or getting stuck in anger or running in the house screaming at everybody because I crashed my car into the garage door side or like, okay, take a breath. What was, you know, what's the higher self doing now? The higher self might still go yelling and on a rampage through the house, but I just um, want you to recognize that there's going to be a difference of knowing or knowledge or information or the way the information comes to you. And all of the sudden, then the more you honor it, the more you listen, life will start unfolding. Heaven will meet you. Things will happen easier. Things will go smoother. Sometimes you'll know the message. Like you'll know like, oh, I avoided crashing into the garage. <laughs> Sometimes you won't know, you know, you'll just live, be living your life and living your truth from this higher self-awareness. But it does create this new consciousness, creates transformation. It's opens up creativity. It's really, um, you know, it's the ride in your life still might get bumpy, but you'll be able to approach it and connect with it on a different level of inner awareness. The way I usually engage in dialogue with my higher self is usually through automatic writing, or I begin dialogue in the morning, stating my plan for the day or something that I might be looking forward to. And then I stop and I wait for an answer to come back or bubble up or an awareness to come to me. It is the first thought that comes into your head, into your mind, into your knowing. And then you source, where's this coming from? So you're basically, how I do that is I'm putting the plan to the universe basically, or to my higher self, like to my wise knowing that's connected to all that is and knows, you know, this is the plan. How's this going to be? And this is how I do it. You might have a different way that works for you, but this, <laughs> this Aquarian, this is how I do it. And so it's not every day, but just on certain days that I'm compelled to put, think of my plan, like, oh, I'm going to go to the office today and work. And then I stop my mind and see what's the first thing that comes back to me. Okay, I'm going to close with two more stories because I can't just leave you with the car crash story. <laughs> it's not even a big crash, but still. So I remember, listen, I told you I, I engage in dialogue with my higher self and my inner knowing. 
right? Uh, all the time. So especially in the morning, I'm really like in that space in the morning because I'm, it's me in the morning. Kids are still asleep. Husband's gone to work. I'm doing maybe household chores before I head to my work day. And I'm, remember one morning where I was like, should I do that laundry? And the voice said, my own higher self said, no, you'll regret starting it. Now I knew that that was from my higher self, but I thought, you know what? I think I have time. Notice I argued with myself. Like I'm arguing with myself. I was like, no, I'm going to start the laundry. I'll get it done in time. Well, guess what? it did not finish in time. And I was then in a time crunch to get to clients at work. And I was recognizing then what was following. What was following was I was in overwhelm. I became anxious and it was unnecessary anxiety because I, if I had only listened to my true knowing, then I wouldn't have done it. Right. And I should have listened. So I want you if you want to, to keep a journal, because if you keep track, then the universe will give you more opportunities. If you keep track of what was the hit, you know, get a little notebook of psychic development field notes. What was the hit that you got or what was the knowing that you had? And then how did you respond? Did you follow? Did you stop everything, drop your own ego, plans and roll with what that voice said? Or did you argue? <laughs> Don't argue. Um, and then how did it work out? I think that would be interesting to do. Now, the other story I want to tell you works out a little better and more in my favor. I was going to go to the office to do some work, but not see clients. And I asked, I said this out loud in my head, right? I said, I'm going to the office today. I mean, I said it in my head. It wasn't out loud. The kids were asleep. Same story. It was early in the morning. And I just thought to myself, I'm going to the office today. And the voice said, no, you're not. You need to make plans to do home chores. Now, I was like, what? And I thought, I stopped, dropped, and I said, okay, I'm going to refigure this out. And I'm going to make plans to do home chores, you know there's always something to do with the house. And oh my gosh, within an hour, because I was not often starting tasks um, at my office, within an hour, the plumber called and he was coming to the house. It was a call that we had put in weeks before, but today was the day. And they were calling that morning to come that day. And I was so thrilled because I was already prepared for that. I was like, great. I am already doing stuff and it wasn't laundry. So I didn't have to worry about the, the wash, the water going off. <laughs> it was like fabulous. Now, the biggest things for me was when I stopped and tuned into the voice, I realized they were both of those situations like, you know, don't do the laundry or you'll regret it. And also no, stay home and do home chores. When I listened to those two voices, I know that they were coming from my soul. It was, they came in as Claire audience and I checked them with Claire sensation. So the physical sensation, when, when, I, when I was kind of arguing with the, no, I'm going to do laundry because I can get it done in time. The first impulse was like this thread of anxiety. 
And I thought, ooh, I'm going to cut it close. But sometimes I like to live on the edge, even when, when it comes to doing laundry and folding it before it gets wrinkled. So I knew I, what I was heading into, right? Because I checked it and what came back was a threat of anxiety. Well, by the end, by, while it was still in the dryer, you know, and I, it was too, um, too much pollen to hang the laundry outside on the line, which I totally love being the environmentalist and the nature girl that I am. But it, it by the time it was getting done and it wasn't done enough, I was definitely feeling anxious. So I had to hang everything in the laundry room, pain, pain, pain. But the other part about I'm not go I'm I'm gonna go to the office today, that story. And then it was a no you're not, make plans to do home chores. As I when I thought about it and I thought, okay, I'm gonna redo this because this I know what this voice is, right? And this is I'm gonna see what happens. I'm curious to see what happens. I'm not gonna control. I'm going to be curious. And when I kind of relaxed into rejigging my day so that I was home, everything flowed. Everything flowed. It was smooth and easy. I was light and happy. And I was really cheery. I was in a better mood. The other time when I did the laundry and heard the no, you'll regret it, but I did it anyway, that slither of anxiety followed me throughout my day because I was time crunched before my clients and I like to sit in meditation before they come. I have to prepare. Instead, I had to prepare in the car on the way to the office and I'm like tuning in going, okay, who's going to come? What's it going to be about? And so it's just really fascinating. And I was so grateful that I wrote those two experiences down to remind myself, listen, if you don't listen to the voice, there's going to be consequences of some sort, even if it's just unnecessary anxiety. But when you listen to the voice, oh my God, goosebumps, thrill bumps, life just unfolds so much more smoothly. So I invite you to get in sync with your soul and listen to your higher self. Thank you for taking time out of your day to share these moments with me so that I can help you help yourself as best I can. <laughs> and I really want to let you know that I totally believe in you and I believe in your self-empowerment and really discerning that still quiet voice that resides inside of you that is your own inner wisdom that is your own inner wisdom of your higher self connection and I hope you have a um, daily and daily muscle building strength training exercise with this part of your soul so that you can naturally fall into the flow of living from your own higher self connection. You've been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thanks for tuning in. Legally speaking, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis, treatment, or the advice of a physician psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you.